Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Annie Snyder. This was a big week for Senate Democrats, who are trying to pass President Joe Biden's $1.7 trillion social spending plan before Christmas. Democrats leading key committees have been meeting with the Senate parliamentarian to understand if the climate and energy portions of the social spending bill will comply with the strict rules that govern the reconciliation process. That's the process that would allow the bill to pass on just a simple majority of just Democratic votes. At the same time, we heard from sources that lawmakers are considering changes to some of the climate portions of the bill. Like most things in the Senate, some of those provisions depend on how moderate Democratic Senator Joe Manchin feels about them. Today, Politico's Kelsey Tamburino on the latest with the Build Back Better bill and its climate and energy portions. It's Friday, December 10th. Kelsey, there's been a lot going on with President Joe Biden's social spending bill this week. What's in play at this point when it comes to the bill's major climate and energy provisions? Yeah, so... The reconciliation package includes a host of provisions to target climate change and the energy sector, the biggest package of which is these clean energy tax credits. But there's also discussions about a methane fee and other provisions that are controversial. At this point, there are pushes from lawmakers to potentially make changes to the methane fee, as well as our colleague Josh recently reported this week that some Senate Democrats are hoping to make changes to the bill to make it easier for power companies to take advantage of tax credits for carbon capture. And so there's also some talk about potential changes to an EV tax credit in terms of the unionization component of that to settle some concerns from Senator Joe Manchin, as well as recently there's been a push from industry to include a tax credit on hydropower. We also have a push from industry on weakening some of the fees in there on oil and gas royalty rates. So there's a lot of things in play at the moment. So you mentioned the man to watch, Senator Joe Manchin. He's had some misgivings about the methane fee. Do we have any more specific updates on his stance there? Yeah. So the House passed, they're calling it a methane emissions reduction program. But as part of that, that would put a $900 per ton fee on emissions reported in 2023 and then ramp up in 2025. But it also included about $700 million for grants and rebates and loans for these operators of oil and gas facilities to help reduce those emissions. Senator Carper, the chair of the Environment and Public Works Committee, said earlier this week that the Senate's version of this could include some changes from that House version and alluded to some, he said, important compromises there, but he's maintained that the end goal is to reduce emissions. Manchin said this week as well that Democrats had made, quote, some good adjustments on the methane fee, but he has really kept up this Criticism that a methane fee would be duplicative of regulations on methane from EPA and the federal government, and they shouldn't be subject to a fee if they're complying to these regulations. And that's really been his sticking point in his argument about this fee for a while. So we do know that the Senate budget referee has to examine all of the bill's provisions, including the climate provisions, to see if they can move forward under the reconciliation process. Of course, that's the process that allows for Senate passage with a simple majority vote. So... What do we know about the meetings that that referee, the parliamentarian, has had with senators this week? Yeah, so a lot of this so far has been happening behind closed doors. Manchin said that his committee met Thursday morning with the parliamentarian and said that it went well. 
also said that a lot of the provisions under his purview are not necessarily controversial. Didn't offer up any more specifics there. Carper said that his committee met on Wednesday. The other committee to watch is the one that has the purview over the clean energy tax credits. That's the Senate Finance Committee. A spokesperson said that committee met with the parliamentarian on Sunday to go over all of the provisions under their jurisdiction, including clean energy. Widen followed that up later this week and said that they would be meeting shortly on the clean energy tax credit specifically. But he's really projected confidence that that whole package will make it past the Senate parliamentarian. Okay. So there's been a first round of meetings this week or are slated to happen in the next day or so. How soon could we know what's ultimately going to make it in and what's ultimately going to be left out of the bill overall? Yeah. I mean, the timeline is tight given that we're heading into the Christmas holiday, but Majority Leader Schumer has maintained that he wants to pass legislation in the Senate before Christmas. That said, on that timeline, the Congressional Budget Office has already begun to release scores for titles and legislative text for so far four committees, none of which are the committees that deal with the issues we're talking about here. But Schumer has said that they expect to release more of that this week and that Democrats have already wrapped up their final meetings with the parliamentarian. That means that this then goes to Republicans. They'll get their chance to meet with the parliamentarian. And then the plan is that the bipartisan meetings are supposed to start next week. And we'll know more of what the parliamentarian has said and what is in and what's out. Also, on Thursday, the Energy Information Administration released a new report that said the United States is on track to have the world's largest liquefied natural gas export capacity by the end of 2022. The news represents a major milestone for the U.S., which didn't start exporting LNG from the lower 48 states until February 2016. But as export capacity grows, so does the amount of U.S. natural gas being shipped to other countries. That opens up President Joe Biden to additional criticism from progressive Democrats and environmental groups who argue that his oil and gas policies undermine his ambitious climate goals. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morning energy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Carlos Prieto and Nirmal Malaykal are our producers. Raghu Manavalan is our senior editor of audio. Jenny Ament is Politico Audio's interim executive producer. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Annie Snyder, and we'll see you on Monday. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron's El Segundo refinery is looking to turn plant-based oil into renewable gasoline, jet, and diesel fuels because it's only human to want to power a better future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.